Hey, welcome to Motherin' with Allie and Allie here to... Today, it's, I mean, this show's about motherhood, but today we, as you know, in the earlier season, we are really into numbers and statistics. So this is kind of like a whole bunch of random by the numbers episode about motherhood, pregnancy, fertility, teens, all the things. A charcuterie board for numbers. Charcuterie. <laughs> We're just talking about random things. By the, the numbers. Things. By the numbers. Some are a little heavy. Some are a little light. Um, but just like things that you don't think of in the lady world or in the parent world. Yeah. I mean, truly, um, a lot of this does deal with that. Um, okay. I'm just going to start with some random things. I'm here for it. Cause this is uh, like, let's a- talk about like femur fertility, femur, <laughs> you know, your femur, your femur <laughs> is fertile. <laughs> this is education. And a lot Have of these things, of we are not femur? medical people. We are not doctors. We're none of that. This is just. But I did stay at a Holiday Inn last night. What? Or Hampton Inn. Which one was it? I don't know. Who does those ads? They don't anymore. But good on those advertisers. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Because it's stuck in your head. Okay, I want to hear it. On average. We're starting at the womb. Being born. Talk about starting. A a good starting place. The sperm meets the egg. (laughs) There we go. And if a girl is born... How many eggs do you think she's born with in her ovary? Um, 4,000, right? Um, two. 1,000. 2,000. You come into the world with 2,000. Um, on average, by her first period, so this is like what, maybe you're like 15, 16, whenever that happens for you. Mm-hmm. Um, how old were you? Is that personal to ask? When I started what? your period? Seventh grade. Damn. I was a sophomore. In high school? Yeah, I remember I was freaking out and I like had to go get my sister. When you like, be, you weren't freaking out prior to that? No, I was just a really late bloomer. I was a late bloomer. Free, sophomore in high school? That's right. Hey, all you ladies out there holding out. All you ladies. Nothing's wrong with you. You just got a little late. When you said um, all you ladies. All you ladies. It would sound like the song. I know. Like this. I've been singing it a lot lately. It's <laughs> bad. Um... On average, by the time you have your first period, so you're born with 2,000, you go down to 300,000. I'm sorry. You're born with... <laughs> yeah, math. Even worse. On average, you're born with 2 million. I didn't say that correctly. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're born with 2 million... 2 million eggs? Eggs all over in the place. But by the time you have your first period, you only have 300,000. That's it. That's how fast it starts to decline. <laughs> That's a lot of babies. Time out. So... Just for you people to hear it again, you're born with three million, two million, and you go down to three hundred thousand. On. Hold on. By I'm the time you have your first period. Oh my god. Yeah, that's crazy. And now you go and get an egg reserve test, and you're like, you have, you have four. four. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, the average menstrual cycle. How many days See, it lasts? You can pick. A number. The How many average, days it last? Yeah, for women across the board. Okay, well, I was at 24, so that's not normal. So okay, I can't well, even give you, you a ballpark figure. Up, that's a month. Um, yes, I know. I was. I had four. like four. Somebody only has a period for four well, days. Mine sometimes is short like that. Yeah, I'm on day two right now. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll count. I'll, I'll circle it. back around in two more days. Four days. Yeah. What is that like? Honestly, quick and heavy. If I'm being honest, <laughs> quick to the point, in and out. 
with a bunch of chocolate in the middle. <laughs> wow, there we are. Um, okay, hit me with another so one because I'm these like, are I know fasting. A woman will spend on average money, <laughs> all the monies, um, in their lifespan. You will spend four point nine years menstruating. Like if you put all your periods together, it's like four point nine years of your life just hemorrhaging. <laughs> hemorrhaging honestly screw the men i because know. they probably spend 4.9 years jerking yeah. off <laughs> <laughs> okay carry on um, another one let's see our mailman's coming we should here's the him. mail it never fails uh, it makes me want to wag my tail each ovary is the size of an almond i oh, knew that that's random i did too um okay that's kind of I mean, I could bounce around with different fertility. Let me see if I have another one that's specifically about... Oh, this would be good to follow with this one. Okay. Okay. So the chance, since we know about our ovary count, the chance of conceiving. I just was educated about this. (laughs) And I was like, the fuck? (laughs) So um, let me find... Because that's like specifically about ovulating. But there was one that was like... If... Like your percentage... Of ovulation? Well, this I have the ovulation one, but I had one. I might have sent it to you, honestly. I don't know. Um, this is because it's like a really small percentage. Like at certain ages, like it's age thirty-five. Like your percentage of getting actually pregnant, like when you're doing Dwindles. it, is insanely small. It's like eleven to seventeen percent or something. I believe it. Okay. So this is depending on how long your ovulation lasts. This is your percentage, the chance of conceiving. The chance of conceiving on the day of ovulation. The highest or the like highest. Because there's like a window. So yes. like it's like peak ovulation it, and it can go anywhere from eight percent to thirty three. On your peak ovulation? Day of ovulation day of okay it really ranges day after point zero point eight to 11 no and this is like i'm reading this specifically because we i we're just having the discussion a lot about that you're you're taught your whole life how not to get pregnant and then yep. when you actually want to have like a child it's just like fascinating um zero point eight to 11 the day after Jesus. two days after <laughs> You're swimming in the negative. It's all over the place. It goes back up. 13 to 29. Sorry. Day three is 8 to 23. I think Milo's having a a nightmare. Milo. You're okay, buddy. Milo, what's your ovulation rate? You're pumping. Puppying? (laughs) He's like barking. Go wake him up gently. He's having a bad dream. Okay, hold on. Give him a little love. Hey, sweet boys. He's having puppy dreams. Hey, it's JoJo. Hey, you're fine. You're having puppy dreams? Is he okay? Yeah, he's breathing. Okay. <laughs> um, Milo, stay away from the water. Truly. Um, and then day four, it goes back down to eight to 17. But the day before, the one day before, where's that? Oh my gosh, I've been reading these wrong. Fuck a duck. Ignore everything I just said. We might edit that out. Edit the whole thing. Yeah, okay. So let's look at the chance of conceiving with your ovulation because you're taught like your whole life about. I still. Milo's having puppy dreams and he's barking. 
<laughs> I gotta wake, wake him up in a second. But your chance of conceiving when you're ovulating. Because we were just saying how, like, you're always taught how not to get pregnant. So, actually, like, family planning is weird. Hard. You know. So, there's your day of ovulating. Say you ovulate on Wednesday. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna... It'll be easier. So, before. Four days before. So, that would be Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let me wake my dog up. He's barking. Puppies. <laughs> oh, okay he's awake he's, he's like what the hell are you guys like talking this. about eggs um, um i like mine scrambled okay so <laughs> wednesday is your ovulation day sunday your percentage of getting pregnant uh-huh. is eight to seventeen percent okay monday eight to 23 okay tuesday 13 to 29 tuesday wednesday <laughs> okay so your ovulation day is thursday <laughs> wednesday 21 to 34 and then the day you ovulate is such a wide range it's anywhere from 8 to 33 percent. i feel like i need to give like a disclaimer if you're trying to get pregnant do not listen to these do not past two minutes i'm basically just, just saying kidding. these numbers so you can realize like no, it's hard it's hard and then the day after it goes down to like 0.8 to 11 because you know sometimes the sperm hangs out for a little bit um but like your highest percentage when you're ovulating is 33 percent even if it's the best time and day and all the stars align that's not very high no it isn't there's a lot of numbers that can come after 33 that's bigger. I know. Um, <laughs> I just made a really dirty joke. <laughs> like, look at me. I'm shocked. That. And there we go. <laughs> I just needed a the fact that quick she, giggle. The fact that she muted herself I with muted that myself. joke. myself. Um, Truly, is, I did. I'm like, who is your daddy? And what? <laughs> what? Where's... Do you remember that off a of kindergarten cop? Who is your daddy and what does no. he do? Have you seen Kindergarten Cop? Yeah, but I don't remember that. They're sitting in sto- in like circle uh, time on the carpet. Do you remember it now? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who is your daddy and what does so, he do? So this might be a f- interesting segue into, because as you get older, like your percentages really drop. Like Obviously of everything in life. Nothing goes everything up gets as worse you get older. after you're born. Except your medical bills. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, that's, yeah, fair. Um, teen pregnancies. God. This is why they're so common. Because, because you are fertile myrtle up in there. You are fertile <laughs> myrtle. Three in 10 girls will get pregnant before they're 20. Wow. Okay. That's a three in 10. That's a big number. Yeah. 305,000 teen births in the United States this each year. 305,000. That's almost half a million. Yeah. I mean, how about that? Math? That's it almost was, half a million. 500,000 is half a million. 305,000, not 500,000. I said it's almost half a million. 305 oh, okay. is okay. close to 500. Sure. Um, 80% of teen fathers don't marry the mom, which okay. I can see. Um, Think about your high school relationship. Truly. <laughs> Two percent of mother teen moms earn a college degree by thirty. That's if you don't earn one till you're forty or fifty or or 60, you don't ever get one. Who cares? Like there's Live the world life. is set up now that a college degree is not everything. No, not it saying, might turn back around by the time. Don't. Our I'm not kids saying it's don't do it. 
Um, but it is the leading um, cause of why, obviously, they drop out of school. Oh, yes. Which three out of, I mean, that adds up a lot. I mean, teens. I couldn't imagine raising so, a child um, and learning algebra at the same time. Well, it just, I mean, like, it makes sense why it's so common. Because, like, yeah. that's when your pu- that's when your hormones are, like, through the roof. That's when you're like, hey, look at me. Like, and strut then, it. Yes. Yeah, strut, strut it. And eh, eh, when eh, you're eh. trying and experimenting and doing all these things. And then you're also fertile myrtle. Yeah. Like, eggs be flying when you sneeze. <laughs> a couple eggs come out. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't it? Um, if it was like a, it was as viral as pink eye. <laughs> oh, cotton egg. <laughs> Can I catch oh, egg? I'm sorry. You have pink egg today. Yeah, I mean, truly, so weird. And I think you had, didn't you have something about like teen something? Mm-hmm. Go, yeah. go ahead. It's like we're talking about teens. Go ahead and teens flip on that. Were in their teens and social media. Yeah. And technology. Yeah, I found this very interesting because you know how <laughs> anti phone I am. Yeah. Well, this is this article is from 2022. So just a little under a year ago, um, about one in five teens visit or use YouTube almost constantly. Fifty four percent of teens say it would be hard to give up social media. Understandably so, because yeah. they were basically raised on raised it. in it. Yeah. Like teens nowadays, it were born after I graduated high school. Yeah. Let's I mean, think like, about we're that. the only generation that has lived in both. Which props to us. We uh, knew it before. Fucking five. Hello. Woo! Um, nearly all teens in 2022 have access to a smartphone, up from 73% in 2014 to 2015. Since 2014, TikTok has arisen. Facebook uses, usage has dropped. Instagram, Snapchat have substantially grown. People love them bids. Love the videos. Uh, Teens living in lower income households are less likely to report having a computer and gaming console. It's all at the palm of your hands now. Yeah. Um, Nearly half of teens now say they use the internet almost constantly. Today, 97% of teens say they use the internet daily compared with 92% of teens in 2014 who said the same. In addition, they share the share of teens who say they use internet almost constantly have gone up. 46% of teens say they use the internet almost constantly, which is up from about a quarter of teens who said the same in 2014 and 2015. The social media landscape has since shifted. Um, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, WhatsApp, Reddit, and Tumblr. I don't even know what all those are. <laughs> I what's a twitch I don't know when you go I guess <laughs> and that's how old show me your age without showing me your age a twitch is what I have when my anxiety shows it's yeah, ugly head surely. um anyway the basic concept of all of this is that I don't think it's any shock to anybody I it's not a shock and it was I don't know where I was reading or saw this on the news actually it was on the radio um about social media like think it's just like everything exists always like think if you did something in high school that you were embarrassed about like you messed up or tripped or whatever okay yeah. it happened everyone laughed at you you, got you were it. mortified the day it maybe last even the week that people were talking about it Month. whatever and then it was gone year no <laughs> and then it was done and over 
but now everything lives forever someone recorded it someone saw it someone text someone shared someone screenshot yeah i mean like everything everything you do is is documented and like continually brought up forever and Mm -hmm. shared and everyone sees it i mean like i just i feel like i truly am stressed out about like conway being a teenager as you should be like i don't know as any parent should be like my sister said like all the moms and like Lennon's class like had a discussion about like the phone thing and I know we've talked about that before that situation was but um like I just I mean a phone and social media like they're a little different but can you share and we'll cut this out if you can but can you share the story of what you told me about the girls being upstairs oh yeah I can because I won't say any names um so age age range she's how old Six. Six. A so six someone year old. I know mm-hmm. um, went to a birthday party. Okay. And the kids there were all ages from like two to seven. It was a wide variety. Actually like two But to still eight. like yeah. innocent. Yeah. Oh, yes. And all highly educated, amazing families. Perfect. Like very highly educated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know them all personally and they're all amazing parents. But you just don't know sometimes when things happen. Um, one of the kids had just like, and my nieces have like the chat, like the iPad where you can chat. What is that called? It's just like a messenger maybe? An iPad where you can chat. Like it has like a kids <laughs> program like where you can like chat with like, she can send me messages sometimes or it's just mm. basically like a chat thing. No clue. But Fair it doesn't enough. have access to like, facebook or anything like that it's basically just like a messenger thing okay but somehow one of the kids um got one that was like a little threatening and scary it said some it was like you know those chain letters like like chain link yeah yeah yeah. and it's like if you don't do this then something bad's gonna happen and it was like send this to five people yeah or someone's gonna die like kind of that vibe yeah and the person i know that was there her daughter was very nervous and stressed about it and i mean a lot of the kids were like talking like oh just like whatever kind of brushed it off like "Ah, whatever Mm -hmm. but they went down and grabbed their mom and was like telling them about it and you know obviously that was really scary for them and it was just kind of like a situation where also like the kids didn't want her to say anything to her mom but she did what she should have yeah and we've said that before anytime somebody says don't tell your mom or your dad tell your tell mom, mom or your dad, dad. um <laughs> they're gonna find out anyway just have it come from the horse's mouth <laughs> I, should we just have a podcast episode for kids like for kids to listen yes yes um but yeah that's a great example of like even if you don't have social media, like things can still come across via messaging or text messages. Do you feel comfortable saying what the message said? Like what would... I think that is what it said. It said, if you don't send this, then like your mom's going to die. Or and then it like, freaked her out oh, about yeah, her mom. About her yeah. mom. And all Which, the moms were like, I'm, we're all okay. Tomorrow we're all going to call each other. It's going to be fine. But like that really can cause a lot of like anxiety in a kid. Or, I'm 36. And if I got that message, I'd be like, what do I need to do? <laughs> you I, want a kidney? <laughs> you take my It'll kidney. It'll be on my porch <laughs> and a cooler. <laughs> Uh, and i'll give you a beer exactly Mm -hmm. but i just you know the teen years and even younger it's just technology what is it in frozen 2 when olaf's like um technology is the greatest uh, it's our greatest invention but also the doom like our doom i I believe it but yeah honest with that scary 
yeah. situation to even enter a six to seven-year-old's mind yeah. sends a tailspin. Oh, my god. For gosh. the entire family. Yes. Um, Truly. I, I think... There's no stopping the development of any of these social media platforms. Um, you just I have think, to be like aware as possible. I think you just have to be can. on the defense the whole time as a parent. Um, what else do you have statistic wise for? Um, well, even like this is literally what we're talking about now, but I was flipping through it. Eight out of 100 teens, which I'm surprised it's not higher, um, report having serious depression. That's two. Well, if you look at it like that, that's two out of every 25. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's a lot. And that's not just like a little like they're saying like serious depression. Eight percent of all teens have an anxiety disorder. I believe it. Um, Only 38 percent with mood disorders receive help. And then that goes into like eating disorders and all kinds. of. I think it I think the highlight of that needs to be. That there really should be no limit of speak talking to your children. Yeah. Because it's not like it was when we were growing up. No, it I wasn't. mean, I think we grew up in one of the best eras. Also, I'd like to like grow up in like the 60s, 70s just yeah. to like catch well, that vibe. And I've been watching Daisy Jones and the Six and I want to wear all the clothes in there. So there's, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's a show on Prime. You need to watch it. Okay. Um, over 20% of young adults have a mental illness. 35% of teenage girls have an eating disorder. That's seven Ugh. out of every 25. God bless. 10% of all teens suffering from an eating disorder are male. It's not just women. And only one in five will get the help they need. But that's interesting because while I was searching in all these random statistics, let's talk about body image. Oh, that's a heavy one. It is. And while I am feeling like a Victoria's like Secret a angel runway model right now, no, I would definitely say like I'm probably heavier than I normally am, mm-hmm. but it just hasn't been a priority for me and I need to get that back in check. And I'm, I mean, I've never felt like bleh or like bad about myself. Right. I just know that like I'm chubbier than I normally am and I need to buy bigger clothes. <laughs> well, I feel like, uh, I mean, I'm always constantly working on it. It's something. Yeah, you're crush it though, but and you also have the motivation way more than I. It it, it I work out more for my mental well being. Yeah. Um, anything else? I know that if we want to parlay it to motherhood, your body's never the same. It's after not the same. Life. And your hips, like the bones, generally like that spread. So like the hips. Don't, don't worry lie. if your pants don't fit. Because your bones, I mean, like everything stretches out. But 80% of women say that the images of women on TV, movies, magazines, all the things make them feel worse. I would say that it's almost 100% unless you're one of those. And what do you think the percentages of girls first through third grade who want to be thinner? First through third. Okay. Percentage. Oh, I'm scared to even say a number. I really just want to say two. I wish it was zero, <laughs> truly, because I, when I say it, you're going to cry. I feel like I'm saying too because we, I we want it to be just add 40, 42 percent first, first to third, third grade. grade. So what ages is that? Seven to Not- 12, 11. No, 10, <sighs> seven to 10, Ugh. 11, some, no, seven to nine, something like that. And Still, it's too young. 
What do you think the percentage of 10-year-olds that are afraid of being one? I don't want to... It makes me sick to my stomach to even think. 81. Oh, 81%. No! Yes. This is like an episode that if you have a daughter, just being mindful of how... And my sister and I try to do it all the time. Like, even if I put something on, I'm like, oh, my God, these don't fit me. I'm so fat today. Or like, like how you speak and how you treat your body in front of your daughters, nieces, any really young girl just being. And I like I catch myself doing it, too. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to wear a bigger size. These don't fit how I like them or like just trying to be really positive about it. Um, Because there are 10 year old, 81 percent. That's eight out of ten girls in the room. Makes me want to throw up. I know. Okay, how many? What's the percentage that you think of college age girls that feel pressured to be a certain weight? College age. Now, let's talk. Okay, I gained that freshman fifteen. I I was like, boom, boom. Um, I did it. I did, but it was like my senior year. (laughs) Okay. Um. So college age girls. So let's say that's eighteen to twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty one, twenty two. Um, what's the percentage that you think? 75. No. Higher or lower. lower. Okay. Uh, 50? 58. Okay. Studies show that more reality television a young girl watches, the more they're likely, the more likely she is to find appearance important. I see that as relevant. Um, Yeah. How many percentage, how many women do you think agree that they would try cosmetic surgery in the future? What percentage of women? Well, I feel like this is that can have like a, you know, a little Botox here, a little filler there. That's not cosmetic surgery. I was going to say that's more just like up. You know, mm-hmm. if we're talking about like full blown, like nose drop, all the things, blah, blah, blah. Uh, like 40. Exactly on the nose. How about men? They they surveyed men too. 25. Damn, girl. Five, subtract five. 20. Yeah. All right. I feel good. Look at us. Too. Look, math teachers unite. We are just <laughs> killing it right now. Okay. What is the percentage of people with eating disorders between the ages of 12 and 25? 12 to 25. 12 to ages 12 to 25. So like 37. Primitive year, huh? 37? No. Let's go a little higher. 48. Let's go higher. 70. Let's go a little higher. No. Go higher. 80? Higher. You are lying. I'm not lying. I'm going to cry because of this. Higher. 90. Higher. No. 95? Ding, ding, ding. 95% of people between the ages of 12 and 25 suffer with an eating disorder. That's a lot. That's that's disgusting that this is I'm like trying to think like in a 12 years people. old. I'm like I'm saying disgusting like 12 years old you're like, not even you're just like bebop. You should still be just bebopping around. This listening. is like current. This is like current. when we were little, there's no way this number was this high. No way, Jose. But we didn't have all the comparison and everything in our face all the time. But I loved a Team Bop magazine. Oh, damn. You remember Team covered Bop? in it. Yeah. And what was the other one? Um, um, not What's the Teen Cosmo? Cosmo Teen or whatever? Yeah, there's like eight of them. 
I loved those days. I know. Remember Spears you used to read like the essences? Cosmo magazine. You'd take the quiz. Yeah, like all the you quizzes. Were, you weren't even having sex, but it was like, how sexy are you? And are you like, compatible with nine. JTT? I am. Yeah. I'm down with JTT. Yeah, yeah you, you know, know me. me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. High five it up. Okay. Those people with an eating disorder will seek help. Five. Higher. Okay, that makes me feel better. Thank God. Don't go too high because it's uh, not twelve. Higher. Lower. Ten. Yes. That's not enough. But I know. Do you know you have an eating disorder? Well, I was going to say I'm trying to think of like my friends again, different time. Yeah. More than one third of people who admit to normal dieting will merge into pathological dieting. Roughly one fourth. Roughly a fourth of those will suffer from partial or full-on eating disorder. Body image is closely linked to self-esteem. Low self-esteem in adolescence can lead to eating disorders, early sexual activity, substance use, and suicidal thoughts. You can post encouraging notes in your school bathrooms to brighten your classmates' day. I love that. I actually got a text while we're sitting here. I'll show you. Okay, play. From Benji. I, I'm a big fan. My mom always did this. She would always like hide notes and things. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Well, I love those little mini cards. Mm-hmm. Like at the checkout at CVSL. I get those mm-hmm. all the time. Like hide them under Ben's pillow or something like that. Well, I, I slid one in his computer when he left for work this morning and he just found it. Aw. Um, <laughs> but I love things like that. Yeah. So in January, back on my girls trip. Yes. I do. I think I posted about this. Um, we were at... We went shopping in, at the market in Wheeling, and we went to VC Wares, and I we love their shop, and I was just walking past, and I saw this on the mirror, and... Um, She's trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. She's digging it. deep. It was... <clears throat> there's like... Their dressing room is the mirror you can see as, yeah. as you're like walking And I always by. think it's a hall that I can walk down, and it's a mirror. Um... Okay, here it is. Oh, here's the area. Pause. Oh, here it is. It says, this note, I posted it on my stories. I'm going to save it. It says, you are and have always been enough. www.randomnoteproject.com. Cute. You are and have always been enough. Taped with tape to the mirror. So cute. I reached out to them. They said they would be willing to allow us to speak about this on the podcast. Oh, fun. I think this is beautiful. Oh, so do I. Love Little it. Little yeah. notes like this make my day. Well, that's like when Change I went back name. to work and was flying. Remember I went to that? I posted oh. that picture. So I don't, I need to share that on our Instagram Story. because it's one of my favorite things ever when I was nursing and I went in like the pumping room or whatever. And yeah. there was, it was, the walls were covered with post-its from other moms, like with encouraging notes, but like something that small and it's free. It takes no time, no time at all. Just, just ink. Yeah. And some just tape. really could brighten somebody's day. Um, so I challenge our listeners to yeah. just randomly leave notes yes. someplace. I would love that. And take pictures. And hashtag us. Yeah. We are mother. Yes. So let's talk about, let's get, I mean, let's ugh, get off that's the all, body. that's scaring me. Yeah. Um, labors. I found this very interesting. Hit me with the labor. Um, the labor. Oh, hold on. Did I send that one to you? I didn't get it. Oh, here, here it is. I'm just all over the place. I'm. We'll, we're having technical technical issues. No, we're fine. 
Um, we're both on our computers as we're going through all this. So you're like, what are you guys doing? Um, the percentage of first births that end in a C-section, emergency C-section. Uh, sitting in this room, 100%. Here were two for two. <laughs> two for two. Um, the percentage of C-section performed to deliver a mother's first baby were emergency. Mm-hmm. What's the number? Mm, 50, 48? 79. No! 79. 79? That's as of 2022. First time parents. Yeah. Which is why we're all fucked up. <laughs> hey, I'm happy to be part of that statistic. I know. Percent, 36% of first labors for moms were over 21 hours as compared with 10% of second. 21 hours? Yeah, and down to eight with the third. So apparently it gets a lot faster as you go. <laughs> they do say the second one comes out quicker. Yeah. That's just what they say. I My, my <clears throat> second one ended in another C-section, so I could tell you. What is the percentage of first babies uh-huh. that were born before their expected due date? 50. 66. Well, I'm and 71 for the second. I'm part of that, both of them. Um, yeah, we were like 10 days early. We were weeks. weeks yes, weeks. you were. Um, and then... Yeah, that's a long time. For I, it's funny because a lot of these statistics, they don't have many things after the second or third baby. <laughs> People are just like, like, you know I'm what? Done. We're at three. I'm packing it in. Um, I'm, I'm going to get into the mom thing real quick, but one that I saw a lot of that I just forgot to interject earlier, but one out of eight people struggle with fertility. Say it again. One out of eight. One more time. One out of eight people it's it's common common. it's so common um so you know seek help with what you are comfortable doing and you know there's options out there and just you know and we're we're trying to bring a little bit more light yeah we'll be talking about a lot more this season with different people and things like that and your options um i kind of wanted to end on like a working mom one wait we have the pre Oh, what do you have? Let's do this one. The pregnancy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to find it. I can't I have remember it. who had it. Um, pregnancy and postpartum mental health is- illnesses. This is perfect this is segue. Perfect for okay. me. Um, one in five women will experience a maternal mental health illness like pregnancy or postpartum depression or anxiety. One in five. 800,000 plus women will suffer from a pregnancy or postpartum mental health illness in the United States each year. Again, let me tell you that number. 800,000 plus women each year will suffer. That's huge. Yeah. Only 15% of women with PMADS, which is pregnancy and postpartum mental health and anxiety disorders are diagnosed, making these the most under diagnosed complication in the U.S., I believe it. Mm -hmm. Women who have had a PMAD are 50% more likely to have it with their next pregnancy. Hi, I am a living, breathing statistic of that. It is very, very, very hard to overcome that. Over 20% of postpartum deaths are caused by suicide, the most common cause of mortality in postpartum women. 
Over 20% of postpartum deaths are caused by suicide, the most common cause of mortality in postpartum women. African-American women suffer at rates 35% higher than the rest of the population. Women in their childbearing years are the largest group with depression in the U.S. Think about that. That is infertility, miscarriage, infant loss. That all is in that same age. And I mean, you were on birth control for so many years prior, you know. Anyway, one in 10 dads will experience a perinatal mental health disorder after the birth of their child. That's a lot. One in 10 dads. That's, that is a lot. Untreated anxiety and depression can lead to emotional and social problems and developmental delays in children. This is from, the, we got these statistics from Motherhood Understood. Mm-hmm. That's um, a lot. Those numbers are high. Those are high. And again, it's, these are all things, I mean, after we have one more thing really to share and then. I just want to say something kind of that ties this whole episode together um, that I thought of when you were reading that. Um, moms. Mm-hmm. What do you think the percentage of moms say they cannot remember the last time they slept eight hours? It actually was lower 100%. than I thought. 100%. It was lower than I thought. 99.9%. Bullshit. They're lying. <laughs> and what are those ages of those children? I Must mean, be older. I, to, I get eight hours unreal you do maybe nine truly god bless you but conroy sleeps and i sleep with him that's why i get that amount of sleep ain't nothing but a chicken wing because i don't get that and i try and scooch out of the room so that's like they cannot remember but the next one says 54 percent of moms get less than six hours of sleep so that makes that's me yeah, you're that. I'm well, like you're four. up all I'm the like time. Three. You yeah. like text me at like midnight and 5 a.m. And I'm like, what the fuck's happening in your house? <laughs> We're like, he's in bed. I get my jammies on. We, yeah, we sleep. I'll call Allie at like 9 o'clock. She's like, hey, just getting out of bed. I'm like, what? Just kidding. No, no. 8.30 is my alarm to get out of bed. 8.30 in the morning. He gets up. Sometimes we have to wake him up. But he usually gets up between like 7.30 and 8.00. I text Ben when he wakes up. Ben comes and gets him. And they he brings him down here. They have breakfast. And That's I sweet. set my That's alarm. That's their time together? That yeah. is so sweet. And then my alarm goes off at 8.30. I'm usually awake that whole time. But honestly, I just take the time to lay in bed by myself. That's... <laughs> wow. So that's yeah. why I'm like, what time are you coming here? We're on because our third breakfast by 8.30. Yeah. Third. Um. Yeah, that's our life. That's... But, you know, we've arranged i don't know how it hey, works. whatever good on you i'm just sitting here jealous yeah. is it's fine be jealous i love it um what is that oh two out of three mothers say that the bedroom is not a place they are able to relax i agree I was with like, that i don't i i mean i don't think i like go to my bedroom for like a sanctuary break it's like oh mm-hmm. look at all these clothes i gotta get put away and, i uh, know sometimes i just walk outside and i close my eyes and i breathe in the air and i'm like okay i'm at peace for a moment you know like you just like take that in but i do you feel like the bedroom is the most like i feel like that might be like the most anxiety ridden place in your house is like do I go to sleep? My bed looks comfortable. I want to lay in it, but I have all this to do and all that to do. I feel like you might just be able to, you might be the type that just like melts into your bed and you're like, okay, I'm here. 
Um, yeah, but like during the day, I'm if I'm in my bedroom, it's I'm either if I'm in my bedroom, I'm either putting clothes away or on my Peloton during the day. Those are the only two reasons I would be in my bedroom. I wonder what the percentage of women who can take naps after, like during in the middle of the day, are like after their parents. I'm not a napper. But, like, I know a lot of people that, like, take naps, like, adults, like, take naps all the time. Really? And I'm, like... How do you do it? I can... I not... The only time How I napped when I was off? pregnant. I yeah. napped yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. when I was pregnant. But, and like, I just... The first few newborn yeah. months. Oh, yeah, for sure. With him, specifically. Um, I know we were kind of all over the place this episode. It's but I hope numbers. it's It's by the numbers. And I hope, like one of them at least spoke to you yeah. to be like, oh, I should like maybe be aware of that in whatever way that means. But like the big thing that I wanted to say that I felt like even though it was a bunch of random topics, mm-hmm. all of these issues mm-hmm. and it, I mean, some of them were issues, some of them were just facts, but the ones that were issues where people were struggling with eating disorders, mental illness, yes. social, um, even postpartum, different things like that. Um, body image, all those things. I felt like all, well, some, the postpartum is different because that's more like, you know, in your mind and hormonal too. But the majority of that is based solely off of like your, what you want people's perception, perception. of you to be, which is sad because they yeah. only exist by comparison. Somebody said nobody thinks about you as much as you think about yourself. Do you, oh. Have you seen that floating around? No, but I believe it's, it 100%. Mm-hmm. I think about myself all day long. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you would walk by the mirror and be like, what up, Allie? Hey. <laughs> um, it's me. It's me. Um, yeah. So I just want all of our listeners to know. What was your word? All listeners, I was slurring. I want all of our listeners to know that your body is banging. Banging, baby. Banging. You're banging. beautiful. Gorgeous. Every inch, every curve, every, all the things. It, hey, you earn that body. You Damn build it with strength. strength. You birth children. All the things. You're if beautiful. you have a kid. Yeah, I guess I don't know who our listeners are. Um, and to all the teens out there, put your fucking phone down. Go outside. Go You're on beautiful. Walk. You're beautiful. Have You're a handsome. conversation with your mom or Go your next dad. door to the 81-year-old that might be next door to yeah. you. And have a conversation with them. They Get some life advice. They will talk to you for days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... Hey, life is short. Enjoy Very it. short. And you... Comparison is a thief. And you're doing Don't, great. You are doing great. And we all struggle with something every single day. Don't Absolutely. let the struggles define your day. And don't be one of these numbers. You do you. <laughs> so don't be one of the nuggets. Well, I I'm can like, for some chicken me nuggets. Me too. So there's that. Hey, hey. We hear you. We see you. We, we are, are with you every step, step of the way. way.